When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As tempting as it is, I'm not going to go there today. Not going to go there. I'm going to make Tom go there. So, um, and, 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 and what we're talking about here is my good friend, an incredible expert on financial matters of all kinds, the brilliant, the helpful, the wonderful, the kind, the gentle, the thoughtful, the understanding, Mr. Dave Ramsey, ladies and gentlemen. He's got another, just another great one when it comes to investing. Some great advice when it comes to investing. Dave, we are so, so, so impressed with your advice because we're a bunch of pikers. We are pikers. We suggest when you retire that there are only really a couple of ways to to relatively safely potentially take money out of your portfolio and try to avoid running out of money before you croak. And so we've fallen back on the old standard, the chestnut, the rule of 4%, where you take out 4% of your portfolio each year adjusted for inflation versus, this is another one, kind of kind of like it because we've run the numbers and it works really well. That is the 5% flexible rule where you take out 5% of the assets in your portfolio every year, and that's your budget for the year. So if your portfolio goes down, well, your income's going to be lower. But ladies and gentlemen, he's outdone us all. He is just the most impressive man on the radio and on podcasts in the world. Dave Ramsey says, the heck with four, the heck with five. You can safely take out 8% 8% per year. Yeah. And so you're, everything's solved. It you're, just you well, it looks better. I'll say that. I'm going to spend a whole lot more money. So yep. do you want to be called, according to Mr. Ramsey, a super nerd, mm-hmm. stupid, or a goober? Which, Because I'm going to use this on the show. Which would I you am, prefer? Um, I prefer, you know, because of the pile family, I'm going to have to go, because I like the word super. It sounds like a, a hero. No, stupid, stupid. No, super nerd. I thought super oh, nerd. Oh, super nerd, stupid, or I, goober. I, I'm going which, with which super you? nerd. Wow, I, I was giving you my goober. reasoning. I thought you'd go with goober for sure. Okay, no, because of the, 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 the connotations of Gomer and his brother Goober. I hate to admit it, but between the two of us, you are cooler than me. So that makes me like super, super nerd, which I don't think I, but okay. All right, fine. You're going with super nerd. That's fine. Well, because all it right. has super in it and I get a little symbol on my chest and a cape. Dave Ramsey says this quote, yeah. if you're making 12% in good mutual funds and the S and P is <laughs> averaging 11.8, 11.8 and inflation in the last 80 years is four. If you make 12 and you need four in there for average inflation raise, raises, that leaves you eight. 12 minus 4 oh, equals well, 8. Again, so I'm pretty you know, comfortable. Let me sim- finish. I'm pretty comfortable. Math. That's his simple math. Yeah. I'm pretty comfortable drawing 8. Is what he says. Okay. That's mm-hmm. his simple math. All right. Okay. But then other people in the industry dig into this and spend a whole bunch of time looking oh, at the wait, actual numbers. Tom, the people in the industry, they include, did you notice who was who wrote the article? One of them is Wade 
Fowl. Yes, Mr. Fowl. Fowl. Which actually sounds like those uh, little those little uh, boxes with the stars on comic strips where it's like zap, pafow. In our day, it was Batman. Now it's something else. I get it's it. It's Wade okay. Pafow. All right. No, so no. they went and looked at all this. Now, Wade recommends you divide your savings evenly between four American funds, which have had a good oh. performance. Um, they go through that. But then they walk through the actual numbers. Okay. So here we go. You have a million dollars. It's December of 2000. All right. So okay. Does it wait? I want to get my time for yep. December of 2000. Mm-hmm. This is during the big dot com era. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm really excited about the market. You a big run up and now you're at a million bucks. I, I'm so excited about yep. the market. Yeah. Got and it. you're going to take out 80 grand. Right? Because you're taking out 8%. Because right, I'm taking 8%. Yeah. That's right. Oh, wow. okay. okay. So 2001, your investments slipped by seven and a half. You would draw the 80,000. You now have 850,592. All right. He, he, I'm not going to go through every line of this, but let's just. Oh, do there's some. It, oh, okay, okay. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't. It's don't, too don't, much. Don't, 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 don't. You skip forward to 2008, right? Because mm-hmm. this is a year that eh, anybody over the age of 40 certainly remembers, probably over the age of 30. Um, your four fund portfolio falls by three, 37.3%. Remember, you're all in stocks. You got no bonds. This is all stock portfolio, right? At the end of the year, your portfolio, your million dollar portfolio in 2008 is now at $345,000. Part one, do you think you'll keep doing this? No, because I know people. Uh, Part two is. But that's assuming you you stick with it. Yep. You're sticking Mm -hmm. with it. Okay. Um, The funds recover in 2009. You make 34%. That still only takes you uh, because you're taking out the 80 plus inflation down to 336,000. All right. Bottom line. Somewhere in the middle of 2013, guess what? You hit the big double zero, nada, zilch, nothing. You mean you ran out of money before you, you ran, ran out, out of life? Money. Yeah, 13 years Even in. though, wait a minute, what did the market, what did the all those funds make on average over that period? Do we know? I did not run that number, but well, it's okay, probably let's pretty decent. Well, it was let, decent for a while and then poor for a while. When was it? When was it? 19, 2001 2000, through 2013. You could run that number. Was it January 1? Yeah. And he says when? middle of 2013. Oh, only to 2013? That's it. Wow. Okay, hold 13 on. 13 years and your money is gone. And uh, for those of you playing along at home, your retirement oftentimes will last longer than that, especially in today's world. Well, and that's what's really interesting, because if you look at the returns of the S&P 500. In that period. Which is what those funds are kind of like, the funds he listed. They're, they're large cap yeah, growth, growth fund, investment so company. So if you America, look at the yeah. returns for the S&P 500 from. Uh, January 1st, uh, January 2001. 1st, 2001 through December 31st, 2013. Yes. The average annual return. This is where average annual returns can be so deceptive. Nothing. It was 4.26. Yeah. I mean, but so you're you drawing have... eight in a period where it yielded 4.26. And you're adding in for inflation and you're right. getting those years when it goes down, you're drawing from a portfolio that's going down because you have no stability in it. Nothing. Are Zero. Are you saying that Dave Ramsey is just horribly wrong? No, because he says, and this is about you and I, big, stupid people put out low withdrawal rates. Stupid no, but, people but, put but, out low But wait, my, that calculation done by Professor Wade Pafau shows that you ran out of money. And my S&P 500 numbers here show me if you would, if over that same period, if you withdrew 8%, you were withdrawing twice the average annual return. So That's Dave a good point. was wrong. 
when <gasps> Dave goes on. He says, you put oh. that into the dadgum community, and then people go, I don't have enough money. It's hopeless. I'll never be able to save enough to retire. A million dollars should be able to create 80000 of income for you, boys and girls, perpetually, forever. You should be able to pull 80000 forever. Yeah, here's the interesting problem with all of this. As a matter of fact, he's he's wrong in so many places that I'm just going to have to don the black hat again and suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous Ramseyites who, for some reason, think he is invincible and walks on water. Oh, I, I don't, was going to say that, but I wasn't sure we could. Okay, I'm saying it. Um, here's the he says the S and P 500 made how much? Eleven point eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, I took the S and P 500 back to January first. 1928. And you're one of the few people invested in it then. Yeah. I go back to 1928. Uh-huh. And the 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 equivalent of because yeah. the S&P 500 didn't exist. Well, different companies too, of yeah, course. Was, yeah, the equivalent of the S&P 500 made 9.9% per year on average over that period. But as we can see in some of those periods it made way less than that. And by the way, that way less lasted for a very long time. Uh, in, in let's just, I want, in fact, I want to look at that 20 year time frame on that, uh, from S&P 500. Uh, yeah. So let's say you got in January 1st, 2001 or December 31st, 2000, uh, yep. and you stayed for 20 years Yes, and you didn't take anything out, anything out your million dollars would have grown at a rate of about seven and a half percent per year. You'd have $4 million. Which would be great if you're but, looking at others. But if you start pulling the money out, whole different situation. If, if we withdrew 8% per year over that same period of time. Um, oh, actually, we, we, we did okay. We're still losing. That doesn't add in for inflation either, by the way. Oh, I didn't add in for inflation. Yeah. 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 You know, this brings to mind this whole thing of that. It sounds very complicated, but it's worthy of discussion. Sequence of return risk Mm -hmm. that people you mentioned the fact that, oh, you just make 11.8 percent a year. No, you don't, Mm -hmm. because not everything goes straight up. It's not a line that goes straight up. It goes up. It goes down. It goes sideways. That's that's really lousy. We love the five percent flexible rule. Yeah, because it, it it it. allows you to enjoy the fruits of your portfolio in good years. When you're up a lot and you take 5% out, it's going to be a much bigger check. As you like to say, that's your vacation to Hawaii year. Bingo. Yeah. You could have and a great year. And in other years, you got to tighten the belt and maybe you have to turn off Paramount Plus. God, please. please. Or How Hulu. much is that? I don't, you just got me back on Hulu Hulu's and I'm watching great. the bear now. So anyway. Dave Ramsey. I'm not You're, done. I, I'm not done with Dave. Oh my God, he's still going. No, okay. I'm not done because you I'll like the flexible back. withdrawal, which I think is good. You know what I like what? out of this article, out of this what? discussion? What? I like a thing that starts with a B and ends with an S. It's called bombs? bonds. Yeah, bonds. Oh, bombs. Bonds. bonds. I'm not supposed to talk about that on the show. Uh, bonds, because bonds help. I don't care what they've done the last two years. Yeah, and Dave's one, portfolio's got no bonds no, in it. Number one, they are a completely different type of security. You want diversification, own stocks and bonds. Completely different. Number two, we've discussed this on this podcast previously. If you have a withdrawal somewhere, if you have a portfolio more moderate, 
60, 40. Yeah. Guess what? It lasts longer because certain things go up and down. They don't all go up and down together. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line there. Number two. Here's my other point. I'm going to defend Dave here. I hope that's going to be okay with you. It's okay with me. I okay. did. I said he was a great okay. guy. He's a great guy. I love what he talks about when he talks about debt, et cetera. And he is right in one regard. It eight percent might year might work rather. We don't know the correct only correct withdrawal rate we'll know is after you're dead. After I'm gone, you'll know whether my withdrawal rate was right. Otherwise, you won't know. You literally will not know. Another uh, to your point about bonds being an important addition to the portfolio. The uh, I I mentioned that that over that period that uh, Wade Fowle calculated. This uh, this return to to negative to to you know running out of money, and and with the S and P five hundred that's four point seven percent per year yeah, over that up. thirteen year period, four point seven. If you just own stocks, if you just own the S and P five hundred. However, if you owned a portfolio that was the S and P five hundred and the aggregate bond index, Tom, this is an interesting number. Yeah, you would have. Return you, your a- average annual return would have been over seven percent. Ah, you mean oh, have instead bonds of made over money. four and a half percent, yeah, it would have been over seven and a half percent. Now I still Almost wouldn't recommend dumb. drawing eight percent. So no, no, no. Oh, but what I'm saying yeah. is that that points yeah. out the stability bingo. adding capability of yep. bonds in those terrible stock markets. Because no matter what anybody tells you, two thousand to twenty ten was one of the worst periods. The S and P five hundred, or its equivalent, has ever had. Yeah, bad, bad, great stuff. Yeah, so uh, thank you, Dave, for always giving us material. Here's the thing, please, if you want <laughs> to listen don't to do Dave, that. yeah, uh, fine. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to listen to. It's a little voyeurism when he yells at callers and tells them they're horrible, stupid people. But when it comes to investing advice, his level of competency is well low. It's been questioned many times by many people. And I he think should you should just listen stop to. it. I agree, but but they, he has too much invested in his uh, too much invested. His paid his paid uh, commissioned advisors who oh, pay him money. Good lord, to be on yeah. his show anyway. Yeah. Bad. Got any questions? I that, do. Uh, yeah. Do you have any debt questions? I'd like to pretend no, to be Dave Ramsey. I don't have, I don't have any debt uh, questions. No debt questions? This right. one no, comes no. from Derek in Baltimore, Maryland. Do you ever feel sorry for Baltimore? It's kind of lost in the shadow of Washington, I think. I don't know. No? I never really think about Baltimore. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. That's not what I just said. Yeah, I never All think right. about it. Okay. I don't sorry, really think Derek. about D.C. much either. So, so. Yeah, well, Try not to. Uh, Derek writes, hi, Tom and Dunn. Love the show. I have a smear, a smearly, a fairly small I have percentage. a smirling. I got just a smirling of a little, little smirling of money over there. Choking on the yeah. leftover turkey. I have a fairly small percentage of my portfolio in REITs, yeah. real estate investment trust. Unfortunately, half of it, 30000 is in a regular brokerage account, taxable account. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize there's a problem until recently. As I understand it, the dividends within the REIT are non-qualified and taxed as ordinary income. Here's my correct. question. Here's yeah. my question. Should yeah. I sell this and invest in something more tax efficient? Oh uh, yes. Yeah. No reason. If you're gonna hold REITs, hold them in your IRA or your yeah. 401k or somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. That's yep. easy. Yep. yep. That was yep. easy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And and the likelihood is you may have lost some money on those things. That he just said that. Yeah. Yeah. I've owned this for a long time. You might imagine it's done poorly. 
I think they're still down year to date. Money. Yeah, I think it is too. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen a recovery in REITs. That's what I'm saying. I think you may still have a loss. I wouldn't and be it, running out it, investing in office it, buildings right now. But if you have me. a loss, that is going to be good for your tax situation. Thank you for that. Uh, this comes from Marty in Barbersville, West Virginia. Do you know well, Barbersville? That's not far from where Dave Ramsey lives in Tennessee. Oh, it's not okay. far from Tennessee. Right, well, he wrote us instead of Dave. Yeah, okay. Hey, well, Tom and Don, here? great yeah, Tom. info every day. Keep up the great work. I invest in my TSP, the Thrift Savings Plan, for my retirement account, currently at 40% in the C fund, mm-hmm. 40% in the S fund, mm-hmm. and nice. 20% in the I fund. So the I is international, right? The yeah. S is small, and mm-hmm. the C is... Mm-hmm. I would switch this baby up. The C what did he what? ask? Did he ask the a C, question? Yeah, I, I, I got to remember what the C fund is. That's the uh, S&P 500, sir. Okay. So it's 40. So it's heavily 40, 40, US. 20. All right. Anyway, I got an email uh, from the TSP folks. They're changing the iFund index and wonder if you have an opinion on it. It seems better diversified from their their description, but I can't find a ticker, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. The iFund currently tracks the MSCI Europe, yeah. Australia, Australia, and Far Australasia. East. Australasia. Thank you. And Far East AFA index. Yeah. The board selected the MSC All Country Index, XUS, yeah. X China, X Perfect. Hong Kong. Perfect. So that's a little more diversified. Yeah. Um I think it's a that sounds like a better fund to me. Bingo bingo. And here's yeah. what I would do. I would I would I, I think it's great. You change the asset allocation. I bit. would totally change the asset I allocation. Knew you were going there, yeah. 30 30 30. There you go. Piece of cake. Why not? 30 30 30. Sure. A little more small you exposure. You are under Well, as a matter of fact, I might even go Man, would I go that far? No, that I think that works. Because, I'm not adding your because, small. You're well, but their international. Their allocation is still like that. Makes it still way over sixty percent U.S. No, it makes it exactly sixty percent. No, because no, the small is all U.S. 70-30. Yeah, 30, 30, 30, By the way, is only ninety. Well, that's all he has. Oh no. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> he has 40, 40, 20. Yeah. So I would go. I would go 30, 30, 40. Okay, that's so now you're sixty forty. That's perfect. Yep. You're 40% yep. international, 30% percent small, yes. 30% large U.S. That's, that's good. That's what I do. Okay, yeah. So, no, we don't think that's a big deal on the, that change there with the international fund. In fact, you're going to have a little more exposure to um, emerging markets under that arrangement, I believe. Right? All right. Which have been another lousy performer, but hopefully they turn around sometime. Actually, this year they haven't been horrible. So, last 10 years, not so much. Okay, so are we ready to give way to the Ramsey Show and let yes, people now he's move waiting. on to that podcast? You oh, I thought he's not waving. That's Dave not a Ramsey wave. Show no, anymore. the Ramsey, Ramsey Show. Yeah. So we could yeah. be acolytes. We could be people. Tom we could, Ramsey. But we Don won't. Ramsey. Oh, sorry. Okay, just putting that out there. Let me just let me let me just tell you. That's it. If I had to give the financial advice, the investing advice that Dave, let me just be. This is probably the best. If they were to offer me. Yeah, how much? A million bucks a year. Uh huh. To sit in that chair, but the but I would have to give the same investing advice Dave Ramsey gives. I would refuse the job. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Don in the white hat, not black hat, this day. So I would not give the investing advice he gives. There is not not enough money. I agree. I would not do it. I will not. I would never do it. I, 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 Are you waiting I, for the call? Is it coming 10 soon? Million. Uh, Dave, oh, offer 10. me 10. I'd still okay. turn it down. Okay. All right. Well, there it goes. I would. It's not, you know, the money. Make, get me in that anchor chair. It's got the big Dave Ramsey thing behind you on the wall. Pretty fancy. Well, okay, wait. 
Is it nice. the is it the Dave Ramsey massaging anchor chair? If it's that <laughs> auto massage, maybe. You I've know, never like, really watched the TV uh, show, so I don't know. Everybody, oh. I will say, I will say this about Dave: he's what? in my news feed every day. I don't know how he does it, but they're there every single day. Drives me Great crazy. Great PR right? people. Oh, uh, something, but yeah. So no, the investing advice, not so much. You do it. No, oh, I do it for the million. Yeah, see, I know you'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't. I would I'm not kidding. I, you would too. You're, yeah. wouldn't do it. Are you I kidding? <laughs> I yeah. You got so many extra expenses now. That's good. Uh, anyway, thank you all for being a part of what we do here, <laughs> whatever we call it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to basically be talking about money and we're going to keep doing it almost every day. And you can join us on your favorite podcast service. You can also get some free. Honestly, I know. Hard to believe, isn't it? We'll give you help managing your money for free. No obligation, no sales pitch. No black Just hat, free. no white hat. No, no. Now, we won't manage your portfolio for the rest of your life for free. That would just be stupid. And we're not stupid, but we are helpful. We are so, goobers. <laughs> Tom is a goober. <laughs> I, I am. am a super nerd. I guess all you have to do is go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on the meet an advisor button to set up an appointment. Somebody will meet with you, period. I got to look it up. Word. Wait, before what? we sign off, I want to make sure I know what a goober is. I'm not sure I know. Um, I think it refers to hurt my peanuts. I do, I think, because they used to call them goober it's a freshly peas. roasted peanut, generously they used to, covered. Yeah. This doesn't sound like me. Generously covered in creamy Nestle milk chocolate. Okay. I'm yeah, good. peanut. That's but how a, can a person a be a goober? I mean, they're messy. Is that what they're that kind of? The no, 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 no. I don't know there? why, but my my aunt, who used to sing all kinds of weird folk songs, used yeah. to sing what eating goober peas. Goodness, how delicious eating goober peas. <laughs> goober peas, goober peas, eating goober peas. Ow. Yeah, that's the song. Okay. All right, good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'll be a goober rather than a super nerd. So I'm goober okay peas. <laughs> and now we're going away and talking real monies. I just invented that just That's now. Doggone good, I gotta say. The opinions and views expressed on this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. 
Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. Is anybody still listening?